Don't act like you don't like it. You know it's bonus Friday. <laughs> How are you doing, Miss Angel? I'm doing good. Oh my goodness, I'm doing good. We're here. I'm okay, gonna... let me let me try out. I was watching Mrs. Doubtfire, so hello, love. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> oh, she would say. Is that is that your (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh huh. Okay. (laughs) I I like it. Do it again. Hello, love. (laughs) (laughs) I think it it it's just plum sexy on you. I think you should go with that. I think you should. I think that should be your signature voice from now on. What do you think? I don't know. Maybe. So. We're back for Bonus Friday, and uh, as you guys may be able to tell, we're remote broadcasting again. We are, and yeah. I do want to let everybody know that it is a summer th- summer thunderstorm going on right now. So you might you might hear the rain, and it's very possible you will hear um, thunder. A little thunder. Yeah. I was going to say lightning because, you know, Avery May, oh, yeah. our little five-year-old niece, she said she can hear the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the lightning. I love it. She is the cutest thing, isn't she? Yeah, I guess technically and indirectly, you are hearing the lightning. <laughs> I guess you are, aren't you? you so, yeah. Well, the lightning's what causes the thunder, right? That's what makes it make the noise, so. Oh, it's perfect music for talking. Give it to her. Perfect music for talking about thunder and lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's give them a quick update on Miss Oscar. Let's talk about Oscar a minute. Okay. All right. So, uh, the last, uh, I guess we were talking in tidbit, tidbit about Oscar and Oscar's Mm -hmm. in training, but, uh, you know, we said she's at Sit, Mean Sit in Raleigh. It's not Raleigh. It's Apex, which is an adjacent city to Raleigh, right? That's right. And I think we got the report cards wrong. We said that we get a report card on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But we get the report card only on Wednesdays, right? Right. And we get pictures on their Facebook profile. You got to... Go look at uh, look at us on Facebook, uh, How We Met, True Love Stories, or you can uh, go to the Sit Means Sit Apex, A-P-E-X, and check out little Miss Asuka. I know. She got the primo spot two of the three weeks that she's been there. She, yeah, she has, thanks to, mm-hmm. thanks to all the guys there and gals that's working so yeah. hard with her. But the primo spot, when we say that, is they post pictures of all of the little doggies, right? And mm-hmm. uh, the uh, she got the big spot for two weeks. Right. Oh, that's yeah. the big spots when, you know, the big, you know, the first picture of the page it's, and it's the biggest. It's because of her beautiful blue eyes and her pretty white fur. Oh. And, and her pink ears, so. 
And, well, it's got to be her little heart, too. She's got the biggest heart for a doggie. Yeah. She, she is She is very cute. She is. She is absolutely a sweetheart. But, but again, we yeah. cannot think or think. Is it think? Think. Okay. <laughs> you must um, have a long day at work today. Well, it's not only a long day. I'm, I'm reverting back to my hillbilly speech today. You know, we we can do a whole whole uh, segment on how you speak hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but I'm not near as bad as what I once was. Not not as bad now. You, you used to call me little holler boy. Holler boy. Holler boy, because <laughs> I came from a holler. I didn't come from um, a holler. I come from Fuller Mountain. You didn't come from see. So that's one of those hillbilly words. What holler? If you say if you say holler, people are going to think like you're screaming at somebody. No, when you say holler, it could be that you're yelling at someone, but it also <laughs> could be where you came from, like a geographical location. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a hollow, a holler. Right. You came from a holler. I came from a holler. <laughs> that's right. You know, the first time uh, I left that holler, and I went to traveling. <laughs> I went to. I went to Eastern Virginia, and that was my first, mm. you know, uh, sorvet out on the road as a worker in the nuclear industry. And how did you like it in Eastern Virginia? Well, I couldn't get used to they. Instead of house, they would say house, and then they would make fun of me for saying what it is. And I'm saying, well, you know, only thing I'm doing is shorten and you know taking time out instead of saying what it is. You know, right. we make one word out of it, what it is. Uh-huh. You know, I just, I ain't wasting the energy. But here, we'll get into that one day. <laughs> well, here they were going house instead of a house. I didn't know what the guy was talking about. It's about time to go to the house. I thought it was a bar or something that they, you know. And then they would say, instead of saying it's about time to get off work, it's about, it's about then, time. So, of course, when they were going, it's about time to go to the house, I thought, they need to drug test this cat. You know, <laughs> he's slurring his speech. So right. after, after I got to talking with him, I said, he said, no, if you say about is about and house is a house or house. And he called a creek a crack. I said, what do you call a lake? A leak? I mean, <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm, I'm regressing. It has been a long day. Yeah. So anyways, are we ready to get into this one? We are. We are continuing with common phrases that people use every day and the actual origins and actual meanings. Oh, I like these. They're interesting. They are. What do you have for us today? Well, to start with, we're going to start off with uh, give the cold shoulder. Ooh, give the cold shoulder. I had that a time or two. As a matter of fact, yeah. you give it to me. Ah, uh, time or two. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we get Not that? I'm going to try to lie about that. Ah. Well, you know, the meaning is to be rude to or deliberately unfriendly to somebody. Right. You know, give them the cold shoulder, you ignore them. Actually, um, it was considered during the medieval times in England as an act of politeness. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. After everyone was done feasting, uh-huh. the host would give his guests 
a cold piece of meat from the shoulder of beef or pork as a way of showing them that it was time for everyone to leave. So it was actually <laughs> a gift. You can give them a piece of meat. Maybe they go to the house. Maybe they, they go to the house. A cold, a cold shoulder, a cold shoulder of pork or a cold shoulder of beef, letting them know <laughs> that, okay, the feast is over. It's time for you to leave. And here's you a nice <laughs> slab of meat to take with you. Oh, my God. It's about time for you to go to the house. Give them a cold piece of meat. <laughs> See, it was considered an act of kindness. Okay. You know? <laughs> That's different. All right, all right. So that's how you get the cold shoulder. Right. All so right. Uh, the next one is riding shotgun. Oh, riding shotgun. Okay. Uh, so, you know, for us, it's like whoever's sitting in the passenger seat. Yeah, I think I know where that came from. Go ahead. Now, riding shotgun had to come from the old stagecoach wagons. Because, you know, the bandits and the robbers and the outlaws, right? So they would have a guy riding beside of the stagecoach driver with a shotgun to protect the the wagon. Am I right? That is right. Aha! See? That is right. But the term actually was not used in the Wild West, although that's what they were doing. Uh Uh-huh. The term riding shotgun was not actually used until much much later when uh films and media kind of romanticized that period of time the wild west are you serious Mm -hmm. so the the phrase was actually born uh through the entertainment world of entertainment (laughs) really Uh but it but it was targeted towards okay okay towards the guy exactly what it was Wow, that's pretty cool. Exactly. Yay, you. You got it right. Yay. One out of 20. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that, because we are on number 19, and there's a bunch of them. So you've heard the the saying, crying crocodile tears? Mm, No, I don't think I've heard that one. Really big tears, you know, really sad. (laughs) Okay. Expressions of sorrow and being truly truly sincere, you know. Right. But the, okay, so it comes from uh, the 14th century, a book that was called The Travels of Sir John Mandeville. Okay. And he recounts a knight's adventures in Asia. And in the book, it says that crocodiles shed tears while they were eating the men that they captured. (laughs) (laughs) You sure went the other way around. And even though it's factually inaccurate right the phrase crocodile tears found its way into shakespeare's work and became an idiom in the 16th century wow symbolizing uh uh, symbolizing insincere grief in other words like you're faking it (laughs) that's crazy but i had never heard that one Mm -hmm. you never heard crying crocodile crocodile tears no oh yeah i've heard that i hadn't heard that okay It's what do you think about kick the bucket? Oh, you heard that before? Yeah, and we all know that means, you know, he croaked. So, but, I, you know, yeah. come to think about it, how did they get that? How is, I do not understand. Would uh, you please enlighten me on this one? I will enlighten you. When, uh, when killing cows in slaughterhouses, 
people would place a bucket under the animal while it was positioned on a, a pulley. Okay. And while, while trying to adjust the animal, the cow would kick out its legs and therefore kick the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> How weird. I mean, then uh, it tripped out how we get these phrases. To, it was trying to get away and trying to get out of the slaughterhouse so it would kick the bucket. <laughs> no kidding. And so it, they, the cows always kicked the buckets. I guess they, they were. kicked the buckets before they were slaughtered. So that's how it got the term, kick the bucket. Well, I guess they were being nice. I'm sure they kicked more than buckets. <laughs> yeah, about to kick the bucket. <laughs> that's oh, where it comes from, though. That, now, that is interesting there. <laughs> I say that a lot, but it's, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting because we associate with one thing, but then when you stop and think, well, how did that become, you know, meaning that to die, right? Kicking the bucket. How, how did that come to mean? What does Absolutely. that have to do with it? You yeah. know, it just <laughs> really it doesn't connect. Well, it does now. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. What about, what about show your true colors? Oh, let me see if my weird little history isms. Uh, does this have something to do with the Revolutionary War? Well, not in particularly, no. And I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it's show your true colors. Uh -huh. Is It means to uh, revel in one's character and intentions. You right. Know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the origin, uh -huh. it was to confuse the enemies. Warships would use multiple flags. Okay. So, because it would confuse them. Okay, who are you? Are you this one, that one, this one, that one, this one? However many flags they had up, you know, they were different. Right. But warfare rules dictated that the ships must show its actual flag before firing the first shot no. hence the Show ship you. would then display its true colors <laughs> oh my goodness who would have thought that so they could try to fake you out all they wanted to yeah. but but i guess it was supposed to be on the honor system you know right like i said warfare they had to show their true colors before they actually uh shot I wonder how many times that uh, the honor system failed, and then after the fact, the captain would go, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, so that's been around for a long time. Yeah. Wow. And it, you know what I find it's so... Wild, yeah. It, what's so wild is these, these uh, sayings have, you know, they've hang around or hung around for this many years all these years yeah. yeah and you know they're going to continue give me another one i like this what about close but no cigar huh you've heard it i've heard it yeah i'm stumped you know, I, it, you know it means it means you know you almost got there but not quite almost <laughs> today right. you know yeah i have no idea this and i have not a clue yeah, this one, um, I don't think you could have come anywhere near guessing it. <laughs> Thanks. No. <laughs> so, in the late 19th century, okay, carnival games were not targeted to children. They were targeted to adults. Really? Mm-hmm. 
So winners of the carnival game games would get cigars. Are not you stuff, serious? Not stuffed animals. <laughs> so they would give out cigars. Yeah. So if they didn't win, you know, they'd say they'd say it was close, but no cigar because they didn't <laughs> win, so they didn't get their cigar. All right, you're right. I wouldn't have got that one. No, that one's way out there because you know I don't remember it. I don't remember it ever being no. games for a you know adult prizes. <laughs> it's always been little kid prizes. I know it's the only place. <laughs> long you, as I can remember, you know, when Jake was going to the carnival, that'd spend a hundred and fifty dollars to win him a teddy bear or whatever little toy that he wanted, or that would cost a quarter. You know, and <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but we've done it. Yeah, anywhere. That's crazy. The only yeah. time, the only time uh, a quarter was profitable is when you'd let him have a quarter for a grabby machine. That boy, oh my goodness, could win anything out of a grabby. He just knew how to win those toys out of those grabby machines. It was amazing, <laughs> and he's still yeah. good at it. Yeah, you give him a quarter. Now yes. he would get a prize that was well worth more than a quarter. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. He was just very coordinated when it came to that. But he's played ball, you know, and he's always been into sports. And, you know, he, I guess he's just got good coordination. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. I think we got time for one more on this phone. You want to do one more? You think okay. this, this may even carry over to a part four? Oh, it, it will. It's going to carry. It's going to carry. We yeah. may go through and pick out some of the ones we consider the, the better ones. Right. But yeah, this. We've got a lot of material on this. Yeah, this um, is good. Waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Ooh. I'm sure uh, you've heard that. Oh, yeah. You know, Which, and, and I can honestly say that there's been several, <laughs> several mornings that, you know, well. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I was going to say. You woke I, up in a bad mood. I was going to say you, but I thought better. Me? <laughs> I will admit I have woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Miss Angel well, will have a dream. And <laughs> this is the truth. If it's a bad dream or something that she's mad at me in the dream or I do something to make her mad in the dream, never guess what? When she wakes up, she is totally ticked off at me for the first two hours. And I'm like, what did that do? I'm trying to get you coffee, you know. So <laughs> That is true. Yes. So how did I, I, I do believe dreams are sometimes prophetic. And I do believe sometimes dreams is the devil's playground. Or the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you had the night before. For me, it's more, more than likely it's pizza. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we associate that with starting, you know, starting off your day in a bad mood or with a bad temper or bad attitude, right? Yeah. Well, throughout history, the left side of basically anything was considered to be the evil side. Uh-huh. You're left-handed. That's true. And, See, you know, a right. long time ago, they would make little little children, they wouldn't let them use their left hand. They made them convert to right-handed. That's odd, isn't it? Because of that, yeah. But, so, considering that the left side was considered the evil side, mm -hmm. waking up on the left side was also considered a sign of bad luck. Oh, so you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, to ward off this awful evil, uh -huh. house owners would push the left sides of the beds 
to the corner so their <laughs> guests would have no option than to get up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> I wonder if that would work for me. You couldn't you couldn't get up out of the left side of the bed. You had to get up on the right <laughs> side of the bed. <laughs> so they forced you handed that one. Well, they forced you. I mean, Your feet. what are you going to do? Go through the wall? No, you're going to get up on the right side of the bed every day. So I wonder <laughs> if I move the bed to where you have to get out on the right side every well, day. Well, you know, I sleep on the left side of the bed. I know you do, don't you? Yeah, if we're saying if, if we're saying if you're laying with your head at the headboard and yes. your feet at the footboard, right. I'm sleeping on the left side of the bed. So I guess that means I get up in a bad mood every day <laughs> or I or I sleep on the evil side every night. I don't know. Uh, that means I don't have a chance, <laughs> does it? That's just terrible. Well, I don't know. You know, if you're standing at the foot of the bed and looking towards the headboard, that means you're sleeping on the left side of the bed. It's somatic. It depends on the way you, I guess you're laying. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is, I'm telling you, I really, really enjoy these. They these are, are good. They I, are. I really enjoy them. Uh, so we'll, we'll break this down and we'll make another one out of it. Yeah. If you guys are not liking it, it, just email us and tell us, hey, move on to something else. Yeah. These are, this, but, this is good driving all right, information. Everybody's enjoying it. And uh, yeah. Sounds it's, it's good. Just interesting stuff. It is. It is. Hey, I gotta tell everybody before we go. Tomorrow is Miss Angel's birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah. It's my birthday. So, it's my birthday. so a happy birthday a little bit early, Miss Angel. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'll be seeing you. I know. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Everyone, have a good weekend. Great weekend.